Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. The solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity, this great and incredible mystery of our faith that God is three divine persons in one God. Emphasis on the word mystery. I'm sure we've all had the experience of trying to start thinking about the Trinity and, and hoping to maybe understand it a little bit more, and we're just left with, you know, there's some darkness around it, right? God is so infinitely light that we can't see him directly. And so these mysteries about who God is and what he has done are so far above the the human capacity that we have to to fully comprehend them that they're always kind of shrouded in mystery. And that veil will not be lifted until we see him face to face in heaven. But I do think because we've all had this experience, we, we tend to make a mistake. And I've kind of found this to be somewhat common in in my time as a priest. You know, Catholics can have this mentality that because the Trinity is just so mysterious and and so difficult for us to try to at least get a, a sense of it, that we kind of give up. We just kind of say to ourselves, well, that that's not for me. I'll never be able to you know, understand anything about the Trinity, so I'm just not going to try. And we just kind of leave it off to the side, thinking wrongly that we can fully live out our faith without this mystery of the Trinity being at the heart of our faith. Because it is the foundation, it is the central and most important mystery of our faith. And God desires that this mystery would would permeate and would enliven our faith, that it would be the core of who we are, of how we understand and relate to God and how we understand ourselves and our, our purpose and our mission in life. And so when we just kind of leave it off to the side and we aren't willing to at least strive continually to get a little bit more of an understanding of this mystery. When we do that, I I think the devil is very happy. Because without this mystery of the Trinity, we're only scratching the surface. Our faith will always be somewhat superficial. This is the heart. This is the core. This is the foundation. Without it, we cannot build a solid faith. Without this mystery of the Trinity, we cannot know who God is. And therefore, we cannot enter into the type of relationship with him that he desires for us. Without this mystery of the Trinity, we cannot know who Jesus is. We cannot know what it means for Jesus to be the incarnate Son of God if we do not know what his relationship is with the Father and with the Holy Spirit. And in fact, we cannot even know who we are 
without this mystery of the Trinity because we're created in God's image and likeness, the image and likeness of the Trinity. And the good news for us is that striving to penetrate this mystery and and acquire a bit more of understanding does not depend upon human intelligence. Because human intelligence will never be enough. Depends upon faith and humility and love and allowing the Holy Spirit to fill us with his gifts, one of which is understanding. It is God himself who gives us this understanding. But we have to desire it. We have to ask for it. We have to pray that we would be able to more deeply understand these mysteries so that we can believe in them more fully. So all of that was a bit of a sales pitch to try to get you to now pay attention for the theology lesson that we're about to have. Because we need to know what we believe so that we can strive to believe it more wholeheartedly. And so the mystery of God is a trinity of three persons. Right? God is one. He is a perfect unity. There is one God. He's one being, one entity, one reality, one substance. There's one Godhead, one divine nature, which is infinite, which is eternal, all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, all good, truth, goodness, and beauty itself, the source, the origin of all being, an infinitely perfect being, the creator, the the source of, of all that is. But this one infinitely perfect, one God exists as three distinct divine persons the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, each of whom is perfectly God. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. And yet together they are not three gods. They are one God. And they are truly distinct from one another while being perfectly united in the one Godhead. So the Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Father. The Holy Spirit is not the Father nor the Son. They are truly three unique persons, distinct from one another, and yet perfectly one in their divinity. But if they have so much in common, if they're so united In this one Godhead, the same intellect, the same will, the same being, how are they distinct? What is it that makes them three persons and not one? What is it that gives each of them their personal identity? Well, what we believe is that it is their relation with one another. It is their relations within the Trinity that give give each of the three persons their personal identity. So we start always with the Father. The Father is is the origin 
and the source who begets the Son. The Father generates the Son, not in time, from all eternity. The Father is the one from whom the Son is begotten. The Son is generated or or brought forth from the Father, from all eternity. And it is their relationship with one another that makes the Father the Father and the Son the Son. You can't have a Father without a Son. You can't have a Son without a Father. And so in the divinity, in the mystery of God, It is the Father's relationship to the Son that makes Him the Father. And it is the Son's relationship to the Father that makes Him the Son. The Son comes forth from the Father, not the Father from the Son. That is the distinction between them. And so this relationship of the Father and the Son The Son coming from the Father is what makes Him the Son. And then once you have two divine persons, again, from all eternity, this is not in time, the Holy Spirit then proceeds not from the Father alone or from the Son alone. The Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son together. He is the love and the bond that unites them. This is what makes him distinct. He is the only person that proceeds from two divine persons. The Son proceeds only from the Father. The Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. And again, this is still all an incredible mystery. But the distinction of the persons comes from their relation with one another. And then from that relation, from that identity... They each then have a mission. And so as the Son comes forth from the Father, from all eternity, then in time to accomplish the divine will, the Father sends His Son. As we heard in the Gospel, so God loved the world. It's implied there, God the Father so loved the world that He sent His Son. The mission of the Son is to be sent by the Father, to reveal the Father, to come into the world, not to condemn it, but to save it. And then as the Son accomplishes his mission on earth, he ascends into heaven to the right hand of his Father, from where he never actually left. But he now returns, not just in his divinity, but also with the humanity that he had assumed. And once the Son, the incarnate Son, has returned to the right hand of the Father, then together they send the Holy Spirit. Remember, the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son together. And so it is the Father and the Son together who send the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of sanctification, giving him his mission to to sanctify us to make us children of God. This is who God is. This is who Jesus has revealed as as our Lord, as our Creator, as, as our Father, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this reveals to us as well how we are called to live, created in their image and likeness. 
Who are we? What is it that makes us unique? What is our identity? It is not something that we give ourselves. It is something that we receive in relation, above all, from God, but also from family and friends. And so to know who we are, we must seek that identity, not in ourselves, not in what we do or accomplish, but in relation with God and with those God has placed in our life to reveal to us his love. And from this proper understanding of who we are and what our identity is, then we know our mission. Our mission is to go and live as sons and daughters of God, to to share this reality and this truth, to bring others into this mystery. Did you know that's your vocation? Your vocation is to invite others into the mystery of the Trinity, this relationship that we have received in baptism. We're called to then uh, reveal and share with others. That's what you do as, as a spouse and as a parent. It's what you're called to do for your children. That's, that's what I'm called to do as a priest. Whatever your vocation is, that's your mission. It all comes back to the Trinity. It all comes back to entering more deeply into this relation of love. This is why this mystery is everything. Why it is the foundation and core of our faith. It is the reason for everything that we do. And so even though it will always be a mystery in this life, we should have a desire to know the Lord more deeply, to understand what he has revealed about himself. And we must seek that understanding from him in prayer, in reading the scriptures, yes, in studying the teachings of the church, so that this mystery can come alive in our life, so that it can determine our our relationship with God. Just as God is three divine persons, we're called to have a, a unique relationship with each of the three divine persons. We're called to enter into their mystery. This is the great gift that has been revealed. This is what we're made for. This is our mission, our purpose. It comes forth from our identity as created in God's image and likeness, as made his beloved sons and daughters in baptism. And it all leads us back to this invitation that God has invited us into, this infinite communion of love, this mystery, this relation of the three divine persons. That is what we are called to begin to live here on earth so that it can then reach its full perfection in the glory as that mystery is finally revealed to us face to face in heaven.